There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Can you hear me okay? Uh Uh-oh. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. That's the first time it ever happens. Whenever I send a guest a link, they just got to click on the link and it comes right up. (laughs) Well, apparently, I guess I had to create like a whole profile and make my own podcast. Is that right? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I did not know that. (laughs) That was crazy. That's fun. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So... I think I appreciate you bearing with the technical difficulties. <laughs> it's okay. I learned something new. This is great. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you doing? I am great. How are you? I'm doing good. Doing good. Just got out of work a little while ago. Okay. What do you do for work? So I am a recruiter. I try to help people find jobs and place them in positions they can be most successful in. And also I run this podcast that you're on now, too. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> I love that. I love how much you're helping people. I try my best. I try my best. So your first topic is what is the law of attraction? Juicy, juicy topic. Um, Are you familiar with it at all? Somewhat, yes. Okay, so I'm assuming some people listening might not be familiar with it, so we'll go back to the basics of it. And law of attraction is like gravity. It's just a law. It's, It's a law. And basically what it states is like energy attracts like energy. And so the work that I do with people, uh, part of the work that I do with people, is when we have suppressed emotions inside of us, emotions are energy in motion. That's it, okay? And oftentimes in our society these days, it's said that it's not brave to feel your emotions, right? So maybe we'll feel depressed or we'll feel heartbroken or we'll feel angry. And we're like, oh, that's not a cute one to feel. I'm just going to shove that down. But it's got to go somewhere because it's energy. It actually is a mass. And we carry it around in our body everywhere we go. And so when we go out into the world, we have this energy inside of us that doesn't necessarily serve us, right? It's anger, sadness, depression, fill in the blank, and like energy attracts like energy. And so you actually can, can, can attract more of that into your life that matches that, that mirrors that, until you finally have experienced it enough that your body says, we're done, or we've learned our lesson here, and you let those emotions out. And then you're able to open yourself up energetically to receive things that are more aligned with you. So if you've ever had a a bad day and you spill your coffee in the morning and you're like, oh, it's going to be one of those days. Like I just, they're like technology, like today, right? It is going to be one of those days. (laughs) (laughs) And then one thing happens into another and then you get a ticket and because you've already claimed that energy in the morning, you've already claimed it's going to be a crappy day, both subconsciously. So in our mind, and energetically, we've claimed it's going to be the bad day, a bad day. And the universe wants to give us what we want. 
And since we're right. human beings and we have free will and we can choose to think about whatever it is that we want to think about, the universe looks at it and says, okay, so you, you're using your energy, aka like money, to pay for this type of thought and this type of experience. Okay, I'll give you more of that. That's your choice. <laughs> I will right. give you more of that and so it is. So it, it really can be a powerful tool when we learn how to harness that and utilize it to benefit us. And so that's what I help people with. And it's, um, it's remarkable the things that I will see happen in people's lives by just creating those two shifts energetically and mentally and what they start calling in. It makes total sense. I always say what you put out in the universe is what you get back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like karma, right? Kind of like karma. Karma can be a bitch, or she could be your best friend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It depends which side you want to be on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's like to sum up law of attraction. That's how it is. And so, like Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about how our thoughts are the electrical current that goes out there, and then how we feel is the magnetic vibration that we have so we put the energy out there and then how we're feeling we call it into us so when we can become the dominion of our thoughts and our feelings well, there's a lot of changes that can happen very quickly in our lives very true very very quicker sooner than you think mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. definitely so you got be mindful of your actions and words because it can come back on you. Yeah. You know, there's a great book that, that I love, uh, The Four Agreements. And in there, they talk about how words are spells. And that you, we can use our words as black magic or as white magic. It sounds a little bit woo-woo, but we're kind of breaking it down into like simple form, right? But, you can use right. your words as black magic or as white magic. And um, an example would be uh, something I'd like to share, like a, an analogy with my clients is when you're little and let's say you're in kindergarten and Sally comes up to you and says, I don't like your sweater because Sally's just being a kid and doing her thing. And that's a whole other topic on why Sally said that. <laughs> but <laughs> Sally says, I don't like your sweater. And so your little brain doesn't know any better. And your brain is like, oh my gosh, Sally doesn't like my sweater. If Sally doesn't like my sweater, then that must mean I not have my, must not have cool style. And if I don't have cool style, then no one's going to want to be my friend. And if no one wants to be my friend, then they're going to want to pick on me. And so if I'm just quiet, then maybe nobody will notice me. And I'm 40 years old and I, I'm an introvert and I don't know why, but it's all because Sally didn't like my sweater. And Sally used unintentional black magic on you and now those words have stuck with you and have changed the whole trajectory of your life right exactly like i said life can change at any moment left or right mm-hmm. and yes exactly life still lives too right like we could do all this work and life still lives life's still gonna throw you curveballs and things that you have to work through and challenging moments and when you can harness the power of these tools, you can get through it a lot easier. Very true. You just got to be willing to use the tools. Exactly. You nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are not willing to use them. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
You have to be willing. Absolutely. Otherwise, you're just going to be stuck where you are in the same pattern over and over and over. And I know that because that used to be me. So I get it. Yeah, it's like that movie Deja Vu. Have I seen that movie? I don't know. Yeah, it's a good movie. A person keeps reliving like the day, re- reliving certain events over and over and over again until they have to break the pattern. I love that. And I'm going to have to go look it up. Deja Vu. Yes. Yeah, it's an older movie. Okay. You'll like it. I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> so your next topic is, what is victim mentality versus hero mentality? Yeah, it's a great question. So victim mentality is a place that I used to be, and there's no right or wrong with, with anything. I want to preface that first. For anybody listening, there's no right or wrong right right or wrong doesn't exist we label it right or wrong okay there's only effective and ineffective for our lives and so victim mentality is a mentality that is ineffective for our lives and victim mentality says why is this happening to me all of this always happens to me my life you know sucks or i keep attracting the same type of women or men or fill in the blank like why does this keep happening to me and we feel like a prisoner we feel super stuck and the hero mentality and it's literally just a switch in your brain it sounds a lot easier than it actually is right Um, right but we can we can rewire your neural pathways to think differently and the hero mentality is why is this happening for me what is this trying to teach me? What lesson am I, am I going to learn? What new possibilities are coming out of this? What new um, strength am I creating or skill set am I creating? Why is this happening for me? That way we get to be in power. When we're like sitting there waiting for, oh, I hate my job. And my boss does this. And my boss does that. And if we sit there waiting for our boss to change, we're always going to feel crappy inside. Always. Because we've literally have given our power and handed it over to our boss and said, you have all my power, all my value, all my emotions. I gave it to you. And unless you decide to change, I'm never going to change. We gave our power away. But when we're in hero mentality, we're actually claiming our power and saying, you know what? No boss, no jerky boss. You do not get my power You do not own my worth. You do not own my value. You don't own any part of me. You can still keep showing up like that, and I'm going to show up in a way that feels better for me. Exactly, because you can't go to work every day thinking like, oh, this day is going to suck, because nine, ten times it is going to suck. So... (laughs) (laughs) Unless you make... You can can choose to make it fun, right? Right. Right. It it is going to suck if you think like that. Like, you're totally right. Exactly. You have the power. Your mentality is in your hands. So whatever you're thinking, whatever decision making you're doing, it's on you. Mm -hmm. A thousand percent. And that was like, for me, and, and I'm a very transparent person. And clearly, as you could tell, I like to teach through stories. Um, Right. But I hit rock bottom in my life and I finally got to the moment, like I was so depressed that I couldn't get out of bed for two months. It wasn't working. Like the whole 
if you can imagine rock bottom, that's what it looked like. Although it looks different for everybody, right? But so I was at my rock bottom and I finally got to the point where I was like, what is the common denominator in all of this and all of my unfulfillment and uh, my dating life and my finances and my career and my friendships and my family. I'm like, there's got to be something juicy to blame it on and I can't wait to figure it out. And I did. (laughs) I figured it out. And it was me. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) It was me. And I was like, what? It's me? And that lasted for about five minutes where I was in victim mindset. And I'm like, oh my God, it's me. Like, what's wrong with me? And then that's when I had the switch. And I was like, oh my gosh, if I'm the common denominator, that means I can actually do something about it. I can change it. And that's when I hired my coach and I got all my power back. And then some. Nice. Well, I'm glad you were able to make it out of that difficult situation because we all go through something in life. Mm-hmm. I don't care what no one says. We all go through something. We, I had a thing on my way here. I'm not even going to lie about it. I'm a, reco- a recovering people pleaser and I'm a, I'm a mindset coach, right? I, I help people with all of these things and I'm still human. So I had a situation happen on my way over here today and I'm like, okay, I can let this continue to keep bothering me, making me feel tired, stressing me out, losing sleep. I mean, this only lasted like a day, okay? But right. <laughs> I was like, or I can do something about it. And so I did something about it. And I had an open conversation with somebody and it was great and beautiful and we're on the same page and everything is fine. And a lot of it was my limiting beliefs popping up and making assumptions by there not being a communication. So yeah. it, it happens It happens to everybody. It's just about having the tools to get out of it. That's all. Very true. Very true. You got to have the mindset and the strength to do it. Mm-hmm. So your next topic is, what are some tips you can give to work on self-appreciation? Yeah, that's a great question. So um, some things that are coming to mind, they come straight out of my burn program, um, which is three and a half months long. And we dive super deep and look at all of the, all of the reasons why you are the way that you are and how we want to make changes. And something that really helps my clients a lot during that process. And it sounds like really basic, small things, but sometimes common knowledge is not common practice. Often it's not, right? So right. I invite everybody to pay attention when you look in the mirror. What are the first things that are coming to your mind and that you're thinking about yourself? Are you immediately picking out what's not right about you? What's not perfect about you according to what you think it should be? Are you immediately like, oh man, my muffin top, or look at my hair today, or my no hair today, or I can't believe, you know, um, fill in the blank, whatever it is for you. And just start noticing when you're doing it. And then as time goes on, I invite you tomorrow when you look in the mirror, it's okay if those thoughts pop up. That's fine. That's part of patterns, right? That's okay. And pick one thing about yourself that you have appreciation for. So I'm not saying go look in the mirror and be like, you are the most amazing looking human being I've ever seen in my life. Because if you don't feel that way about yourself, you're going to be like, 
this is incongruent and this doesn't feel good. But you can find something to appreciate about yourself and about your body. And so maybe you don't love how your stomach looks. One, this is how you, this is just where you're at right now. It's where you're at right now. You could always change it. Most things, right? And two, right. no matter what, your stomach shows up for you. No matter how much you talk down on your stomach, no matter how much you pull it apart, it still says, I love this person so much that I'm going to operate for them. I'm going to take out the nutrition of the food that I need. I'm going to get rid of the waste that we don't need. I'm going to make sure that, you know, proper nutrients are going through their blood. So it goes into their hearts so that they can think that they can go to work. You can have appreciation for that and genuinely mean it, right? Like some people, some people have a bag for, you know, getting their intestines removed and stuff like that. Like at least your body shows up and works for you in that way. So find little things to start being appreciative for yourself instead of completely knocking yourself down and just start taking little baby steps that way. Exactly. You got to take steps every day. You got to take your baby steps. Take your time. You don't want to rush. And do something like my biggest thing is do something that lights you up. Even if it's for 10 minutes a day, do something that lights you up because especially the way that our world is right now, right? We're like overstimulated and we're over busy and we have all these things to do and people to tend to and to-do lists to handle. We have so much going on. God or whatever it is that you believe in, you weren't put here on this planet to be miserable all day and not do anything that makes your soul light on fire. <laughs> so right. if I'm giving you permission, whoever is listening, you have take, take 10 minutes a day, 10 minutes. If you can't get 10 minutes in right now, find five minutes once a week. If, 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 if you wanted to start really, really small and do something that you enjoy. And it could be something as small as painting your nails or sketching something or listening to your favorite music or taking a quick five minute bath or talking to someone that you love on the phone, do something for a minimum of five minutes, just a baby step once a week and then take it to 10 and then take it to 15, something that lights you up. And it's going to, when we do things that light us up, it ignites more energy within us. When we have more energy, we feel better. When we feel better, we attract more into our lives. And when we attract more into our lives and we're feeling good, guess what? We become magnetic to other individuals. And so there's a ripple effect just by you doing something that lights you up. That's true. Very true. You got to – You. I think a lot of people forget their self-worth. A lot of people do. They forget their self. They're so busy trying to please other people. You lose yourself in the shuffle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I just did an Instagram post about that today. Nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> on that. So if anybody needs, you can go to my Instagram and, and read the post and all of the thoughts that I used to think about myself, um, especially with being single and whether you're single or not, you can still have those same thoughts and feel lonely in a relationship and, and all those things like that. And, and ultimately what it came down to was I didn't love myself. Right. Yeah, because you don't love yourself. Who's going to love you? And when you don't love yourself, like you're right on. You were right on. 
you can't even receive the love from somebody. If somebody were to show up at your door with flowers or a cake and say, I love you so much, you would be like, no, you don't. You can't Not even receive all. it when it shows up. Yeah, I That's totally right. agree. Because you don't know what it looks like. Mm-hmm. So your next topic is what is an NLP technique our listeners can implement right now to calm down moments of anxiety. Oh, so good. So like, which one do I want to give you? <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. I want you to think about whatever that thing is that you are worried about, whatever it is or stressing you out, or making you feel sad, or down, maybe it's a breakup, whatever it might be for you, and I want you to close your eyes. Okay. And you could do it with me right now if you want that. I got you. I'm yeah, following. Okay, let's do it. Okay, I want you to close your eyes, and I want you to see this thing in front of you. Okay. okay. Like in a distance, kind of. And now, I want you to turn this situation, or this person, or this thing I want you to turn it into a shape. Right. And I want you to turn it into a color. Okay. And I want you to see this shape with this color start and start to come toward the left side of your head and go behind your head until you can no longer see it and it falls off a cliff. Okay. And just take a deep breath in. Exhale. And I want you to see like a bright golden path in front of you. Okay. And there's nothing, there's nothing there. There's nothing blocking you right now. It's like your path to feeling amazing. And I just want you to sit in that feeling for a moment. Gotcha. It feels pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. Good. And it's like something that you could do literally in 30 seconds. And if you have to do it 20 times a day, you could do it 20 times a day. It's something that I used for uh, one of my breakups. If I was at work, this is like a long time ago before I was a coach or anything like that. But if I was at work and he'd pop up in my mind and I'd start to get anxiety about it, I'd see him in front of me, I'd turn him into shape, I'd turn him into a color, and then I'd put him to the left of me until I couldn't see him anymore. And he went off a cliff and then all of a sudden I felt like, oh, okay. And that's out of sight, out of mind. Now what do we got to do? <laughs> right. <laughs> that's a good exercise to use. It really is. And it also works because you, you're acknowledging it, right? You're not shoving it down saying, don't think about this thing. You're actually letting yourself think about this thing for a second. Yeah. And that's how, and then that also helps like dissipate it. So I'm glad you felt a little bit of relief. Most definitely. I've never done that exercise before. That was new. Good. It's just a little tiny, tiny little baby one. There's some that take like hours to go through. Um, but that's a good one that you can use like on the go. Yeah, definitely will come in handy. So your next topic is why is it important to value ourselves before getting into a relationship or if we are in a relationship, why is it to still work on ourselves? 
I'm going to go back to how we talked about the boss, that jerky boss. Yes. And how we gave all of our value to that boss, right? So the same thing happens in relationships. If we put all of our value and our worth in somebody else, whether it's romantic or not, we'll go with romantic relationships right now. If we put all of our value in somebody else, if that person leaves, if they die, if we break up, you get a divorce, what are you left with? You're left with nothing, pretty much. Yeah, nothing, because you just gave it all to them, right? Yep. So right. it's super, super important, like, like the work that I, I do this with my clients because, like I mentioned, that's where I was at. Like all the guys that I dated had, well, almost all of them had my worth. And when they would leave, I would feel as low as humanly possible because they mm. all had my worth. And so then I would go out in the world and be like, I don't want to be single. Like, I'm going to not let this hold me down. I'm not going to let this stop me from love. I'm going to go find the next person. And I would go find the next person. And it was never somebody that was aligned with me. Right. Because I was just looking to fill a void. I was just looking for somebody that could come in and hold my quote unquote, because we can't actually give somebody our value and our worth. Right. But we, um, energetically would give it away and I would just look for somebody to hold it because if I was in a relationship then I felt like okay that means I'm worthy of love I'm worthy of something if somebody wants to be with me so then I would stay in relationships that weren't good for me that were not aligned with me so when we can find our own value first then we know after we get clear on ourselves and what our standards are then we know who complements our life who is somebody or multiple people that we can add into our life that are actually an addition and not a subtraction from taking away from our life? And we get to make more educated and aligned decisions that way. I truly believe that that's why there's part of the reason why there's so much divorce is people don't take the time to get clear on who they are and what it is that they truly desire, what they bring to the table, what they would like in return. And so they just jump into these relationships. And then society says, you've been dating for two years, you should get married and you get married. And now you got yourself into a pickle because you're feeling unfulfilled and you don't know why. And it's because you haven't taken the time to get to know yourself. Um, And if you are in a relationship, you can still take the time if you desire to figure out who it is that you are and what it is that you actually need and want. Maybe you're fighting with your partner all the time and you have no idea it's because you don't feel safe or um, like what's a, another value that's popping up of, of mine. Um, maybe, maybe somebody wants to like, feels like we have no like deep connection. We have no real connection, but they don't communicate that. Right. When you when you work on yourself, you get clear on your actual needs and then you can communicate that to your partner so you guys can actually work on it together. I totally agree. I feel like these days um, a lot of people rush into relationships without getting to really know each other. Mm-hmm. I really feel that way. Mm-hmm. It's like, how do you know the person? Do they really care about your self-worth? Do you guys have goals and dreams you want to accomplish together? They, like, you got to ask these questions. I completely, I'm, 
And I, I, I'm just the type of, I go there on day one. Like <laughs> there's a way for you to ask those questions in a fun way, I believe, without it feeling like an interview. But I just feel like if, if you have certain must-haves, why waste your time and start to fall in love with somebody that doesn't have your same vision, that can't end up giving you in the long run what you want? So ask those challenging questions in the beginning. That's why I tell people, I'm like, you got to communicate with each other what you want from the start. So, you know, you start going on this journey, you know what each other wants and needs are, and you can be happy, successful for a long time. Yes, you'll go through ups and downs. Who doesn't in a relationship? But you just got to work on them as you go and fix the problem right then and there and don't let it linger. Mm-hmm. Yes. Amen to that. Amen to that. yeah because i think in some relationships not most people lose themselves they really do and and that's that's the other part of it um is make time for yourself so if you are single you know find a self-love i don't necessarily want to say routine it doesn't have to be a routine but Find some, some things that light you up. Make sure that you're seeing your friends and have that just kind of be what your lifestyle is. And then when you find somebody, it's about how does that person naturally fit into your life? And then you get to keep those hobbies. You get to keep those times with your friends because once again, if you don't, while you're in that relationship, if you don't keep those hobbies, if you don't keep those friends, if something were to happen to that person or that relationship, what are you left with? Nothing. Nothing again. Nothing again. So it's your job to be the one that fights for you. It's your, your little self at all these dreams. It's your job to make those dreams a reality. And I'm pretty confident that when you were a little kid, your little kid wasn't like, I hope I give up everything that I enjoy doing and never see my friends as soon as I get into a relationship. Definitely not the goal that they had. No. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> if they did, there's a problem. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Then you got to start questioning who you hanging around with. <laughs> hmm mm-hmm. That goes back to what you were saying earlier, self-reflection, looking at yourself in the mirror, like, what do you want? What do you deserve? Yep. Because, like, when you mentioned, you know, pay attention to who you surround yourself with. Uh, a fun little exercise everybody can do is write down the salary that you feel the top five people you associate with make. It could be people at work. It could be, um, I would pick like a, a mix um, of people, but the top five people that you associate with, write down their general income that you think that they make and then divide it by five. And more right. than likely, that's what you make because you become who you surround yourself with. Very true. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to better yourself and just progress in life. And certain people, they can't handle your success. They're like, oh, this person's changing on me. They're not mm-hmm. the same. This, that, and the third. No, they're growing. Like, if you really love and care about them, you support them. Mm-hmm. And you should want to grow, too. And I did say should. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Keyword should. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't, that's that's how people are left behind in life. Like, oh, you don't want to come on the journey with me? Like, I love you, but I'm trying to go somewhere else. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And that happens. Like, I wish I would have known when I got into self-development that that was going to be a thing that a lot of people were naturally going to fall off as I grew and had boundaries uh, for the first time in my life. I didn't know. And it can be a lonely route. If anybody's experiencing that right now, I want you to know you're not alone in that. It, it can be a very lonely route when you start getting into self-development because some people will naturally fall off and it might be people that you don't expect. It might be people that you're super close with. It might be your family. I've had best friends, family, um, colleagues fall off because I grew. I had new interests that were uh, more meaningful uh, than I used to be. And I had boundaries. And so those people that were getting things from me by me not having a boundary didn't like it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't like it. And so I had a choice to make. Like, this person can can stay in my life and I can keep people pleasing and feeling miserable inside. Or I know that what I'm doing is bettering myself and those around me. And if they choose to rise up with me, I would love to have them. And if they don't want to, that's okay. That's their choice. And maybe, maybe we'll become close again one day down the line. But right now, this is not helping me reach my bigger vision. As the old saying goes, as you get older, your circle gets smaller. Mm-hmm. Oh, so true. <laughs> and like at the stage of my life I'm at, I'm fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I'm fine with it. I'm like, look, you weren't meant to go on this part of the path of my life with me. <laughs> hmm. I completely agree. And it's being okay with that, right? It's right. one thing to set bound. Like if you set boundaries and you don't feel you're not okay with it yet, then I would invite you to to work with somebody on that to get to a point where you feel okay with it, um, so that you can walk away in peace versus in in anxiety. Exactly, you gotta be comfortable enough to make the decision. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So your next topic is. What does the process look like if someone wants to change their lives with a full life transformation coach like you? The process is fun and juicy, period. No, (laughs) it is. (laughs) It is. Um, The way that I just, my personality and, and everything, I've always say if I could work with a fun, smart person or a boring, smart person, who would I choose? And it's always going to be the fun one. So the work that I do with my clients is very, very deep work. Like we get to the root cause of why limiting beliefs or why you're feeling or patterns that you're doing, why they start it. And I give you a tool to actually change it. So um, what a general process looks like is in the beginning, we heal, deal, and move on from the past. We've got to face off, face off with that stuff. Otherwise, it's going to continue controlling us. So we heal, deal, move on from the past. Usually that's breakups. It's um, childhood wounds or the things that we possibly misinterpreted it, like Sally with the sweater. We, we right. face off with all of those things. We heal, deal, and move on. Then we look at your patterns in your life not just romantically, every area of your life. Why are they there? What are you going to do to change them? 
Uh, I take everybody through a super long um, neurolinguistic programming technique one-on-one because I work in a, in a group coaching setting um, because I found that I had a one-on-one therapist, a one-on-one coach, and group coaching. And group coaching is what changed my life the most. It forced me to get vulnerable. It forced me to build more intimate relationships. And the biggest thing was I love my coach and he's helped change my life so, so much. And I had even bigger breakthroughs or not, not necessarily bigger, but more breakthroughs when I would see John having a total breakdown and realization all of a sudden I would realize, Oh my God, that's why I do that thing. I do that too. Now I have something to work on. So I do it in a group setting for that reason and small and intimate group. Uh, but everybody then gets a one-on-one with me where we go really, really deep with the neurolinguistic neurolinguistic programming technique, where we go back and we visit where those limiting beliefs started. I'm not good enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not handsome enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not skinny enough. I'm not lean enough. I'm not young enough. I'm not old enough. Fill in the blank. Whatever it is, we figure out where those started. And I take you through a whole process. And at the end of it, you actually have a tool for when those thoughts pop up, because they will pop up, they still pop up for me. We're all human beings, we have memories, but you have a tool to nip it in the butt and start changing it immediately. Within five seconds, you could be a whole new you. Right. So, um, so you guys get that, and, and or my clients get that, and then we look at their personality types and their attachment styles when it comes to love and love languages. We look at their value system, which we all have five subconscious values. We can, maybe you could add a little bit more, but I like to break it down to five that okay. dictate whether we feel fulfilled or not in our lives based on our decisions. So your top values are probably different than mine. And when you can figure out what those values are, you then know, do I eat the burger or do I eat the salad? Do I buy the house or do I rent the house? Do I date this person or do I not date this person? By looking at your values, if one of them is not going to be met by that decision, you might have instant gratification and feel great. But in the long run, more than likely, you're going to end up feeling unfulfilled. So it's really powerful to know what those are. And then once we have all those pieces of you, we put them together and you build your new standards for your life on what you are no longer allowing and only allowing in your life moving forward, what is your bare minimum of operating at moving forward, and then they build their vision, and I set them free. And unlike therapy, which I think therapy is great. I think it's really, really great. It serves a purpose. It's great to have an unbiased opinion, to talk through things. Um, But sometimes you can kind of get stuck in a cycle and in a pattern of going to therapy without really seeing changes because not every therapist is like this, right? But often what I see are people go to therapy and you might vent about something and it's great to get that off your chest and you may or may not get a new perspective and then you got to wait two weeks or a month until you can go in and see your therapist again. And by that time, a similar situation has happened just with different people or different circumstance and you vent again and you may not, may or may not get a new perspective and you just kind of repeat the cycle and you stay in the pattern where coaching with someone like, well, the way that I do my work, every coach is different, but I'm available to my clients 24 seven within reason, obviously, uh, in between coaching calls. So if something pops up right away, 
whether it's me or somebody in your program that's in a different time zone and they happen to be awake at three o'clock in the morning and you're crying your eyes out about something, someone is there to support you and help you immediately take action on the thing to start to rewire your brain and change that. So when you leave, you don't need ongoing coaching every single week anymore. You have the tools and it's um, integrated into your body enough that you already have a new way of being when you leave. And it's so freaking gratifying and powerful to witness and be a part of to see such full mind-blowing transformations on a, on a yearly basis. It is, it is, it's just, I don't have words for it. Clearly I don't have words. It's, it's really remarkable. It's definitely, definitely sounds like an incredible journey. Definitely. Like, cause you got to start from somewhere before you can get to where you're trying to get to in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Usually yeah. you got to visit the past and I don't have them relive it, but we got to visit it. Yeah. You got to deal with the source of your pain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. Otherwise you can't move forward in life. Yep. Cause that's why people, you know, they, I, my program is a sober program. People hate not. They don't, well, yeah, a lot of people hate it. <laughs> they hate <laughs> it in the beginning, and they call me like, "Are you sure about this? Like, are you sure?" And I'm like, "The fact that you are trying to convince me otherwise shows me that it's a vice. And what vices do is like my vice. One of my vices was chocolate. So when I would feel excited." to celebrate or I felt crabby or I was frustrated or I was angry or I was sad I'd go get my dark chocolate covered Reese's peanut butter cups and I immediately would feel better and then the next day I would beat myself up because I wasn't hitting my fitness goals the scale was going up my bank account was going down because I would keep buying chocolate I would get frustrated about it I'd get all mad at myself and then in order to feel better what would I do I would go get chocolate (laughs) Right. You'll keep repeating the cycle <laughs> over and over again. Yep. Yep. So we remove those bad boys so that we can face what's actually there so that it stops popping up in the first place. Exactly. You can't keep suppressing it because it will never go away. It will just stay there and linger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Until you've had enough, right? And you're finally like, okay, this pain is too much and I'm ready to do something about it. You only get one life. Like, do you want to be happy or you want to be miserable and suffering all the time? I'm going to be happy. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers to that. Cheers, man, because God didn't create us to be down here and being miserable and hurting us, doing bodily harm to ourselves. And come on, we all have a purpose. Mm-hmm. We do. We do. And And some people might not know what their purpose is and they can sometimes overwhelm themselves with the idea of it, but we do all have a purpose. And sometimes your purpose is just being a great mom or being a great dad or helping that stranger on the bus and giving that smile to somebody. And you have no idea that that person was thinking about going home and like, or getting off that train and jumping in front of it afterwards, but all of a sudden they felt seen because you smiled at them. Like we all have a purpose, no matter how big or small. Totally true. Sometimes it it takes longer for others to find their purpose. Mm -hmm. To find something. Yeah. To, 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 to realize that totally. 
Exactly. And just it helps to have loving and caring people around you that really genuinely care for you. That definitely helps. And that's why I do my work in a group setting, because so many people don't have that. And it's uncomfortable right. for them to receive love and to receive support. And they're so used to either doing everything on their own or they're so used to being the rock for their friends and their families and they don't have people there supporting them. And so for some of them, most of them, for the first time in their life, they have somebody asking them, how are you? How are you doing? How can I support you? I know what your goal is. How can I help you get there? You're crying, call me. And it, that can change everything. Exactly. Most definitely. It's, it's a special feeling when you experience that. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yeah. So at this stage of the podcast, this is when I turn it over to my guests and you can ask me any question you want. Any question. Okay. This is a question that I ask even my Uber drivers because I feel like everybody is meant to be in your life for a reason. Right. If you could give somebody one piece of advice, what would it be? Oh, man, because I'm a motivational speaker, so I do this on a daily. So, <laughs> But uh, one advice I can give to somebody is to never settle. Never stop. Keep progressing forward in life. Even when people tell you you can't do something, that's when you go harder and prove them wrong. Just because they can't do it or they're not willing to put forth the effort to try to change their life doesn't mean you have to go down the same path with them so just go move forward in life and don't let nobody stop you bringing your dreams to reality amen to that let's preach that on the mountaintops <laughs> <laughs> preach <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because even family sometimes can bring you down, too. Mm -hmm. It's sad, but true. What is the, this will be my last question for you. I, I think you said one, but what is the biggest thing that you have overcome? Oh, man. The biggest thing um, um, was depression. Mm -hmm. And it happened right after my marriage ended because it was a little bit it was up and down and I got cheated on so it left me this was the start of my journey to finding my self-worth because I didn't know what my self-worth was so I was kind of lost so with the uh, help of my best friend and getting closer to God and talking with my mom it really helped me during that dark time man Mm, I love that getting closer to God and you leaned on somebody. Yeah. So that was about five years ago. So I'm in a much better place. <laughs> I love that for you. And that's Thank not a, a small thing. What you went through, but it's not a small thing. No. So, so that's very inspiring. Thank you for sharing that. No problem. Like it was hard to even talk about that conversation a couple years ago, but now I'm just comfortable because I'm so past the situation and I don't wish bad for anyone. I'm just in a happier place now. Yay! <laughs> it makes me so happy. <laughs> well, I can definitely tell you're in a better place too. So I'm glad to hear that, like I said earlier in the pod to you. 
much better place. Much, much better place. So is there any last words you would like to say to the listeners? You got anything going on you want to promote? Uh, well, one little piece of advice would be um, if you don't ask, you'll never know. That's simple. If you don't ask, you'll never know. Whether it's a difficult conversation with somebody or reaching out and asking for help or asking for your dream job, don't be 80 years old and sitting there looking back on your life being like, oh, what if I would have asked? What if they said yes? Don't let yourself be there. I think that that is like the definition of hell. So just ask and see what comes of it. And if anybody would like to work with me, you absolutely can apply to burn. Um, I only take up to 10 people per program and you can find the link on my Instagram or you could just go to JackiePew.com. Um, and it's called burn using your old flame to light your new fire. And the next one starts uh, beginning of February exact date to be determined because it depends who's in there. So I like to plan it around. So everybody, um, it works for everybody's schedule. And if anybody is just looking for some fun, loving, easy little life tips that can start changing the needle, even if only one of them works for you, I have a free 30 day program that you can download on my website. And it's literally just 30 days of life tips. So there's a free meditation in there. There's book recommendations. There's money mindset. There's uh, different ways to eat and water and like all types of cool, fun information. So if that serves you, you are invited to go dabble in that and see what suits you. There you have it, y'all. Make sure you follow her on all her social media platforms and tell the people what your platform, your name is on each one. I'm guessing you have the same name on each one or different ones. I don't because they weren't available. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> but my Instagram is Jackie underscore Pew. So that's J-A-C-Q-U-I underscore P like Paul, U, G like George, H like Henry. And then my website is JackiePew.com. And on Facebook, you can find me at Facebook.com forward slash Let's Get Unzipped. Like unzipping your heart. Provocative, so it's fun, you know? <laughs> Let's that's Get a, Unzipped. That's, that's, that's a good name right there. I like that. That's, that's unique. Thank you. That's what I was going for. Thank you. So yeah. yeah, you can send me a direct message on, on Instagram or Facebook, or you can fill out the application on my website, and I would be more than excited and happy to see how I may help you. There you have it, guys. This the guru right here, the guru of self-love, man, right here. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for having me and for finding me and inviting me on. I really appreciate it, and I really love your energy. No problem. Thank you for accepting my invitation. I'm glad we made it through technology flaws. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I'm like, I'm never surprised by it. I'm like, it just is what it is, and we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, we definitely figured it out. Definitely. Figured it out. So thank you so much, and have a great night, and I hope to stay in touch. Most definitely. Thank you. God bless. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye.